Hey everyone, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you are listening. Thank you as always for joining and welcome to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Delano Sapporo, and this week we're going to talk about funding your own retirement. We do have question of the week, and this week it's going to be questions of the week. That is plural. And lastly, of course, we're going to go over what's in the news, market update, which we do every week. So for the weekly listeners, we won. We appreciate the support. Continue listening. Hopefully you're learning something new every week or just learning or catching up or just getting a chance to listen to something besides the everyday things we listen and watch every day. I only come around once a week on here. and I love it. Um, so as always, make sure you support, five-star rate, review the podcast, and I hope you enjoy the show. Market update and what's in the news, folks. We have, you know, a pretty interesting market right now. The last week has been pretty strong in the market. We had strong earnings from a lot of the big tech firms so far. Uh, we saw Google's numbers. We saw Microsoft numbers, which were really incredibly strong, uh, driven by cloud advertising revenue on those uh, companies, respectively. And now we got Amazon today. We have Apple today. Um, and really, you're seeing strong earnings. So the market is responding in kind. And the theme has switched from all the doom and gloom that we saw earlier to now, oh, well, we have strong earnings. Um, and now we're back in the market risk on buying up NASDAQ, the Dow, the S&P. Um, even if we did just have a print of GDP report, which came in you know, a little bit lower than expected, almost 100 basis points lower than expected. Um, but still, the market shrugged it off and futures are higher. Today, we're seeing... You know, crypto bottomed, and as we've covered, there was a slight pullback. So we're just seeing risk on in the market right now. As cash is still hef- heavily in retailers' accounts, in institutions, and it's risk on, folks. It's risk on. Um, but that's kind of our you know brief market update. If we switch gears and we move over to what's in the news, or newest updates on life, business, the economy. Let's first start with Rent the Runway. So Rent the Runway is going public, um, and they're really just, it's a clothing rental business, Rent the Runway. You've probably heard of it. They debuted yesterday. Um, and really, it's it's about subscriber subscription-based business, but primarily um, that accounts for more than 80% of its revenue. And I think it's surprising that they're kind of just moving forward because um, Rent the Runway lost more than half its subscribers you know, last year during the pandemic, but they're saying that, hey, people are coming back to borrowing and sharing clothes. I think that's a deterrent to their business model, obviously. You're seeing people share clothes and, you know, in this pandemic-driven new world we live in. I think that would be a harm. But, you know, they're going forward with it. The CEO, Jennifer Hyman, she said it's pandemics push consumers to value and experiences, which I do agree with. I just don't know if people want to share things these days with flush accounts um, and with eyes on you know being a little bit more safe when it comes to sharing different things so that's interesting we'll see how they go about those things um and now there's a proposed tax that's been a big discussion throughout social and i think just in the news and the headlines a proposed billionaire tax um would be a major blow to the one percent wealth um but what they're saying is you know democratic senators drew up um, the details for a first of its kind Billionaire tax proposed as part of the of Biden's two trillion dollar spending package. This would be a tax on unrealized gains, aka investments that have risen in price but haven't been sold. So we've talked about gains, not gains. A lot of people are like, oh, do I have taxes? No, you don't have taxes if it's not realized. I mean, we haven't sold the position, um, and so you don't have to worry about that. But yes, 
and some people like don't want to realize gay insulin because they don't want to have taxes again backwards thinking but this is a tax that's going after the billionaires the people like elon musk or, or bezos who have a lot of their wealth tied up into these stocks that they of companies that they own that are rising um appreciation of the stock performance and it's saying hey even if you haven't sold they said they want to take have force you to sell or force you to liquidate somewhere and, and pay tax on it um you know someone like mark zucker pays himself just a base salary of one dollar but his net worth is 120 billion thanks to all his facebook shares uh the proposed 24 percent tax rate on unrealized gains would apply to anyone with one billion plus in assets or hundred million in income for three straight years, the tax re- reportedly wouldn't apply to real estate, but would apply to crypto. See, again, that's, I think that's backwards. I think what they should do is make it apply to real estate because that's harder to maneuver, hide, do different things um, versus you know unrealized gains that could deflate and, and push. And I think Mitt Romney came out and said this would push uh, the billionaires to move their monies from stock market into like art and other assets that are targeted in this tax write-up but i think a better play would be real estate just because it's harder to it's one it's easy identifiable everyone knows who owns what as far as like real estate goes and then two it's harder to maneuver that like if you own a plot of land somewhere you own that land it's hard to just up and just sell that sell that it's not as liquid as like the stock market or different things of that nature so uh, we'll see how that goes and what the lawmakers are doing billionaires of course aren't happy um, with that, but we'll see. Just the first draft of it. It's just the first draft. Um, and now there's big news with Hertz, Uber. Um, Uber and Hertz came to a deal with Hertz, the car rental company. Obviously, uh, they're ordering four billion, four billion worth of, which is 100k Model Three Teslas. Um, and Tesla the stock, stock prices appreciated a little bit since then, and from earnings and different things of that nature. But it was interesting to note that. Now we shift gears to Robinhood, the social social investing app, we'll call it. But uh, they reported earnings; they missed revenue expectations, and partly it was because I think you know really we're seeing we wouldn't see much volatility in the market if you look at the retail investors that are typically on like a Robinhood platform. They're looking for volatility, trying to strike it big on some lucky stock, um, and that's you know where Robinhood is going to get their fees from with crypto transaction and their stock option transactions and crypto accounted for more than 50% of Robinhood transaction based revenue in Q2, which Dogecoin making up the biggest percentage of that. But again, Q2, if you're looking back, we saw that there wasn't really that much movement in the market in general in Q2, obviously the later tail end of it. Now, as we get to Q3, four, we're seeing that, um, um, and their fiscal year Q2, I should say. Um, and so that is interesting tidbit, um, but the, uh, to understand there, but that's that's interesting on them. We'll keep watching that play. And I thought this was an interesting stat, folks. There's a 20 year trend that has just reversed. Cigarette sales rose last year for the first time in two decades, according to the Federal Trade Commission. Eight million more cigarettes were sold in 2020 compared to 2019. A half. A 0.4% bump, about half a percent bump, 50 basis points, roughly 40 basis points. Smoking rates have steadily fallen since 2000, which experts attribute to tobacco taxes and anti-smoking legislation and programs that help users quit. But none of them were matched to stress, anxiety, and boredom of the pandemic. That's quite interesting. I think you're seeing so many trends that came out of the pandemic. Obviously, it's a horrible thing, and it's still a horrible thing we're going through. But these, again, I'm not a smoker, never smoked. And I, I honestly despise it, not to shade anyone that does it. Um, but it's interesting to see that that rose. Um, 
because it's so taboo. Like it's so taboo to smoke. Uh, yeah, watch out for your health, folks. Try to stay healthy. I'm I'm trying to stay healthy, working out, hitting the Peloton every day, actually lifting. Girlfriend got me lifting again. Ugh, you know, I'm I'm getting there, folks. I'm getting there. I know it's going in the winter holiday season where we're going to eat and do different things, but I'm trying to stay healthy. All right. So let me, let me try to do that. All right. (laughs) Switching gears over to Spotify. Spotify is now trying to move with merch um, and video. So Spotify is obviously the largest music streaming platform available. Um, They've now integrated merch um, and they're doing different things for creators. They actually integrated watchable pods. Their in-app video podcast that tested last summer to give creators more way to reach fans and their subscription numbers. I actually like the in-app video. I've seen it done, um, and it was actually pretty cool. Um, I think it's cool. I, I do think that's cool, but it's interesting to watch Spotify and its growth rate as you're seeing audio, podcasts, all these different things. They've made a huge kind of move, similar to like Netflix did in streaming, to buy uh, Spotify's trying to get uh, the rights to the top audio podcast um and so they're making those moves and they want to be a place for creators as creators look to continue to build communities um niche communities all over across different platforms and speaking of communities facebook is looking to make its metaverse future reality so facebook you saw that i think it was last week they mentioned that they were going to go from naming it to be facebook to something else they still haven't revealed what it is uh, but they didn't miss quarterly expectations on slower revenue growth, ad revenue growth. I think you're just seeing a lot of competition with Facebook. People want to talk about it, but there is competition with TikTok and Snapchat, especially for the younger eyeballs. Um, and, and that is something to understand there. So they're trying to move into a different area with this metaverse and immersive digital future that Facebook wants to do. Um, and so we're seeing more. They, they have the Oculus. They bought the Oculus headset in 2014. They're doing the Ray-Ban partnership or whatever that is. And they have so much being unveiled, um, but it's interesting to see that they're trying to move into something that's really, I think, futuristic. And so I'm curious to see when they reveal more details on exactly what that is and what that means for consumers, creators, um, and the over 3 billion people that use their family of apps. So that's going to be really, really interesting to watch. And lastly, the great resignation chugs on. There's still more and more people um, leaving jobs and quitting and maybe going on their own. But the great resignation is here. We've talked about it. But I think this is an interesting trend with, you know, the way typically stuff. We know that AI, artificial intelligence, programming, all these things are going to chew up a lot of jobs in the next decade or two. We know that people are moving to online as a way to create income. Um, and so what does that mean for the job market? It's going to be really interesting to see the ramifications in the next one to two years, excuse me, one to two decades on what happens. But a lot, a lot more people are saying, hey, we're going to do our own thing. We're going to go on our own path. Um, and I applaud these people. Obviously, as someone that's done that on my own, um, I do applaud them. So that's it, folks. That's what we have for what's in the news. We're going to move to the roundtable next. Financial roundtable gather on. Let's have a discussion. So one of the things that's been on my mind the past week is is saving and people's idea around what saving actually means versus you know if you take your expenses for the month, your income for the month minus your expenses, what do you do with that discretionary income, that net cash flow? And I talked about it a little bit last week about increasing that cash flow and saving it and investing is a big thing. But I think some people which I have to applaud the people that I work with. They've done a great job saving. 
to whether it's, you know, whatever they can or more increasing or doing one time, whatever it is. But some people view it um, outside of this. Some people view it as like a bad thing, right? Like I think it's a good thing of called funding your retirement. So if you're thinking about how you get there, it's not based on doing XYZ. Yes, one of the factors is increasing income. And the other factor is what you do with that increased net cash flow, which I think is saving and investing. Some people think of it as a bad thing. Like, oh, instead of saving and investing, I could be spending money. That's your prerogative. Feel free to do that. Me, on the other hand, the way I look at it, I get excited when I'm able to save more. I get excited when I'm able to fund my own retirement, as they call it. Um, and I think there's a lot of people out there that feel the same. Uh, but it's, it should be a thing that you get excited about when you have the ability to save a lot of money and invest a lot of money. You know, people it's, call me weird. You could get turned on by that fact. A saver sexual. There's sapo sexuals, people that are ex- turned on by the mind, I feel like they say. And there's people that are attracted to different genders or non-binary. And then there's saver sexuals like myself and many other people, you know? But that doesn't mean when you're funding your retirement that you can't live life. That's what a budget is in place for, to allow you to budget the different things that make your life the comfortable and way that you want it. Um, but it shouldn't be a, you know, a thing that you despise saving money because that's your own, that's to your own benefit, not to your detriment. So I think a mindset has to be shifted across all, all areas of people, some people where they think that it's a detriment to actually do these things. You, trust me, you should look down the pipeline of people around you and the people that are retired and stress-free versus the people, uh, older people, I should say, the people that are older in your life, the people that are still, you know, really hitting the ground, lunch pail, versus people that are retired and stress fee. I could tell you exactly the differences in what those people did. 100%. It's very clear to see that some people get excited about funding their retirement. Some people think it's a detriment and they want to avoid doing that, which is not the right thing to think about it. But just food for thought. Just food for thought. Let's go to the questions of the week next. Hey everyone, questions of the week this week, plural. So I saw a really cool article where it just talked about, um, you know, this person was discussing the four questions they asked yourself, they asked themselves every year um, after they kind of did a little the overview of what they wanted as far as goals, financially and different things. Um, and I thought these questions would be good to ask yourself. So I'm gonna state them out here and what they really did I think it's important because it was a, a yearly review this person does. And I think it's also important as we get closer to end of 2021. That's crazy. I feel like this way went, year went super fast. Do you not agree? Please tell me if you do. But again, it's gone and it's it's gone again. So let's talk about it. Um, yearly money questions to ask yourselves. One, what are my biggest goals and subsequently my biggest expenses? So this is a good question to ask. Um, one, you can just think about it because it can keep you on the same mind frame and thinking about these things. I think it's incredibly, incredibly important um, and, and good, good, good to think about. Um, number two, let's pull up number two, which states, what is the best way to save money by this time next year? Looking at opportunities and trying to map them out over the next year is super important. I think that people forget that. Obviously, there's tax, side hustles, all these different things, online income, increasing the promotions, all these different things. Understanding what those are and trying to reach them and visualizing them, verbalizing them, super, super important and really, really great to do. 
Um, so I like that. Next thing, what kind of budget will work best for me? Uh, great. I think that's a great question. People don't think about it. Everyone's situation is different. People are used to ask like, oh, what is everybody else doing? Like, why would that matter to you? Everyone else's situation is different. Income is different. Um, focusing on your situation is best. And that's why it says, how does it work best for you? And lastly, last but not least, what is standing in my way and what can I do better? That's a great question. It's someone that's introspective and really puts themselves to the forefront is how can you do that? These are great questions to ask. Like, what can I do better? What can I improve on? How can I do this? These are great introspective questions to ask yourself as you move forward in the next 12 months. I thought that was interesting. Let me know what you think uh, about these questions uh, at me, Delano.Sapporu on Instagram, verified Instagram, and Delano Sapporu on Twitter, verified Twitter. Again, this is a great week. We're going into you know the end of October. Let's push forward um, for the rest of the year and end strong. But again, as always, thank you for listening, and we will talk next week.